You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. Life as we know it, as we experience it, as we live it, has the ability to put things into perspective. Been talking to a number of friends lately going through some different things, physically, mentally, emotionally, just having some really challenging times. And it's interesting when something disrupts the status quo, when the three-dimensional reality that most of us will live in will take us from one task to the next, one situation to the next, all of a sudden something happens. All of a sudden something is shared with us and suddenly it puts things into perspective. So what does that really mean? Put things into perspective. A lot of times it really comes down to, unfortunately, a tragedy some type of diagnosis, sometimes some type of news that takes us by surprise, that kind of stuns us back into the reality of life, how most of us see it, how protected we may feel from one moment to the next, worrying about one thing after the next that really, in the broader context of our lives, doesn't really hold a lot of weight, makes for good drama, makes for good story makes for an interesting way to go out and find allies, people to agree with us about situations and circumstances. But it's always interesting how when something jarring happens, knocks us back into the reality of the present moment, and it puts things in a certain perspective. And suddenly we realize the things that we've been worried about, the things that we've been concerned about, the things that we've been entertaining, really don't matter. It's like that uh, quote, and I'm paraphrasing here, that a, a sick person, a healthy person wants everything. A sick person only wants one thing. Ah, wow, that puts things in perspective. How many things am I clamoring for or wondering about or worrying about or thinking about or wanting to have in my life and realizing Does any of it really matter? I know when my mom passed away years back now, and my sister and I were going through all of her things, just realizing like all this, like a whole lifetime of pictures and of stuff that was accumulated and kept over the years, and the vast majority of it off to goodwill. A couple things to keep family heirlooms, some old pictures and stuff. But for the most part, what really mattered? What mattered was my mom. 
What matters is the person that you love and that loves you. If you're fortunate enough to have that in your life, man, oh man, are you a rich person. But we don't need what we think we need. And it's not until we get some type of a diagnosis or hear about somebody going through something or hear a sudden tragedy that all of a sudden we're like shocked back into reality. And you hear people say it, and you probably say it yourself. Wow, it really puts things into perspective. But what's so fascinating is, is what if we could hold things in check, in perspective, more often than not? That we don't need to have a tragedy or some unfortunate thing occur for us to have perspective. Because it isn't it fascinating how we have perspective for whatever period of time and then we suddenly go back to sleep into our own lives and get caught up in the same bullshit until the next thing catches our attention? What if we could hold that perspective of what's most important on a daily basis and that all we would need is to be present? To choose presence over all else. That's the point of the inside game. From my perspective. And it doesn't stand alone. It's not a inside game is not a standalone inside game is part of a flow between your inside game and your outside game. So sometimes people think, well, you know, you talk all this about this inside game stuff, but you got to take action in the world. No shit. If you want more of something, if you want to participate in something more, if you want to contribute at a different level, you will need to take action. The inside game is what ultimately holds all this in perspective. Somebody said to me the other day, it's like, well, how do you decide you know, what you want to do externally in the outside world? Like, how do you reach that conclusion for yourself, whether it's something you take on a client or don't take on a client or move in a particular direction? And I'm fueled by my inside game because my inside game is centered around loving. So as I've heard a mentor of mine talk all the time, I ask myself the question, is what I'm about to consider doing loving to me and others? That's real success. That's a perspective of presence, of knowing what is most important, of knowing what it is that you want to participate, what you're willing to participate in, and then also creating the boundaries that say, you know what, I'm not willing to do this. I'm not willing to do that. Perspective and holding that perspective And having a substantial inside game and a consistent inside game means that we learn how to create, and here comes the B word, boundaries. Tricky one. Most of us grew up with one boundary, the one you didn't cross. (laughs) Nobody ever said to the vast majority of us, at least in the Two plus decades that I've been coaching, I've never heard anybody say, yes, I learned about boundaries as a kid. We talked about it at school. 
it was a big thing in our house. We talked about what is a healthy boundary, what is a firm boundary, what is a pliable boundary, what is a situational boundary. No. So most people don't know. So when you don't have any boundaries, what do you ultimately lose? You lose perspective. And if you don't have the presence and the inside game skills to keep bringing you back to the present moment, to notice when you've slipped away from the present moment, to notice that you're entertaining thoughts and ideas and experiences that aren't necessarily serving your highest good or serving the highest good of others. So you lose that perspective. It's gone. But when you think about it, you go, gosh, you know, if I had some boundaries around like what's okay, what's not okay, that would in essence be the glue to being able to be more in the present moment, to be less distracted, to be less in judgment. And then the inside game provides one with the skills and the tools that are necessary for those moments and places and time when we fall off the wagon, when we fall backwards into our past, when we start entertaining old thoughts and ideas and old stories and old beliefs and old experiences and feelings in our bodies that we identify with our past. And we start acting as if we are in the past. It's a tricky place to live. It's a tricky place to be. It simply means that I'm going to have more of the same that I've always had. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. But the goal from a, from a place of wanting to hold a perspective and keep things in check and keep things in perspective is to have a strong inside game. So it keeps you present. I'm judging I'm judging somebody. Okay, well let's move into a greater understanding of what the feelings are that are present. Let's move into a, a greater a sense of experience around if I'm pointing the finger at somebody else, there's three fingers pointing back on at me. What's going on for me? And if I'm willing to look at that and explore that and forgive that within me, then I'm back in the present moment. That's all the perspective I need. I'm able to reestablish that boundary, reestablish that awareness that I'm here with you, here in this moment. Not somewhere in my past, not somewhere in my future, but right here in the present moment. I have a... couple that I work with just experienced a pretty profound loss. And in the midst of the reason why they initially reached out to me, all of a sudden, all of the back and forth that had been going on, you never, well, you never, well, you never, all of a sudden just got super quiet. Because that loss represented something so powerful. And then all of a sudden gives people an opportunity to look and go, what are we really arguing about here? In the broader perspective of life, does any of this really matter? 
while we're so busy winning or thinking we're winning, life is going by. But what are we really winning at? Are we really winning at the relationship? Are we really winning at our relationships? So all of a sudden, they were like, wow, really put things in perspective. Yes, it does. And on a scale of 1 to 10, <laughs> my famous question, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being it sucks, 10 being it's amazing, where are you at with self-care? Knowing that they're probably a 3, maybe a 4. And I know that because I know what they're complaining about. They're pointing fingers everywhere instead of looking within, instead of looking at their sense of responsibility and ownership around something that brings them back to the present moment. They're off to the races and they're just about who's right and who's wrong. And then something happens, something tragic in this case, and suddenly it's like, whoa, what are we really fighting about? Does any of this really matter? But if you have a strong inside game, and you have a consistent inside game and a sustainable inside game that's happening throughout the day, every day, along with your outside game, working together in a co-creative process, supporting each other, nurturing each other, the very existence of those two components working together assures you, assures me that for the greatest amount of that day, we're in the moment. And because we're moving back and forth with such fluidity, when we pop out of the moment, because of something that happens in the external world that triggers something internally, we're then able to work with that to get back into the present moment. And what maybe took Two days or three days or a week, maybe a month for some, to regroup. We can get back to that present moment faster. Maybe it's two minutes. Maybe it's half a day. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The goal is that we shorten that time period from the time that we're running I'm upset because to the time that we're back in our bodies in the present moment fully aware, having this perspective of what is most important. What is most important is love. Am I receiving love? Am I giving love? Am I offering love? Am I withholding love? Those are important questions to ask. Because at the end of the day, when something happens, or anywhere in your day when something happens that is unfavorable to you. That is so shocking and so stunning to your system. That it literally jolts you back into the present moment. You can say to yourself, wow, I don't, you know what? Maybe there's a little extra oomph when something like that happens. I don't have to be shocked. I can exist there more often than not throughout the day because I choose to be in the present moment. 
more often than not. And just like when they shoot a rocket to the moon and it's off course 97% of the time, there's something always pulling it back, consistently back, holding a direction to get where it needs to go. Well, that's the way it works for us too. Right here on earth, right here inside of our bodies, right here in our human experience. That we're in a situation, in a scenario where we're able to constantly course correct. To not have to be shocked back into the present moment. To not have to be stunned. But to simply say, I'm here. This is where I live. From time to time, I will fall off and I will catch myself and I will observe myself and I will get myself back to the present moment. And when something does happen that is unfortunate, that is naturally shocking or disturbing or upsetting, it will simply be a further reminder of what is most important in life. Not because I forgot about it and needed to be re-reminded, but because it further deepens my commitment and further deepens your commitment to live as presently as possible. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. (laughs) And if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time, don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.